Good morning, everyone. Gadget here with a special episode of the Risky Fox Show. And this one is from my Ignite networking event talk that I did that was put on by the CTCC. I was lucky enough to be the keynote speaker in front of 100 to 120 young entrepreneurs, young creatives, and talking about the lessons that I learned when we were creating the Risky Fox brand, uh, all the shows that we produce, our content production cycle. What were the three pillars that allowed us to do what we did in such a short amount of time? So hope you enjoy the talk. If you have any questions, be sure to follow me on Instagram and just follow up with me directly regarding this talk. But with that out of the way, enjoy the show. And before I get on to that, the CTCC event organizers asked me not to swear and I can't show up in jeans and Yeezys. So thank you. That was the only two rules they asked of me. But who the is Gajan Balan? I am a content creator. So what that basically means is I make content and get paid to do it. It was a dream I had. I want to travel the world, take dope pictures, and have someone else pay for it. Uh, it seems like it was an easy role, but I assure you not. There was a lot of failures, a lot of stumbles along the way to get here. But I'm here to tell you that story and the lessons I learned along the way. What do I do specifically? Started the Risky Fox Media Group, where we create content and show people how to do it. Our motto is creativity shared. Every week we put out video episodes on con uh, creative technology, software, what have you, interviews with creators. We put that out every week. We put out shows, podcasts, where we interview other creators. We talk about basketball, music, and the Banana Boys. Does anybody listen? Okay, we got some applause. All right. Uh, I don't know how I feel. That's our most popular show. It's a comedy show. I'm out here talking to scientists and Olympians and activists, and the Banana Boys gets way more attention than any of that stuff. I also run a commercial photography company. Like a lot of people started in wedding photography because that's where the money was. Um, but eventually I just decided that I want to be able to do whatever dream shoot, bucket shoot that I want to do and got into this business as well. And full-time, I'm in charge of all content at Henry's Canada, if you guys are familiar with the brand. 110-year-old company. Uh, we just started the new division. This is a year and a half in the making where I was pretty much convincing them to give me my dream job in charge of producing video and audio content, networking with influencers such as some people in this room to develop partnerships and strategies together, and overall look at the long-term strategy for content at our company. Quite simply, again, making content and getting paid to do it. So what's the goal of all of this? Like, why am I here talking to you guys? If you decided on a Friday night that you want to show up to a networking event, when DeMar DeRozan is playing his homecoming game against the Raptors, you decide to miss that, you're here for a reason. I, I would I'd venture to argue you guys are looking for some answers, for some opportunities, maybe just some conversation, whatever it may be, but something brought you here. You could have been anywhere else, but you decided to get out of your comfort zone and show up here tonight. So I truly appreciate that. My goal is to give you as much value as possible, talk about my journey, see if I can relate it to the journeys that you guys are facing, and do that in about 30 minutes. So no pressure. How are we going to do that? So again, our modus operandi at the Risky Fox is creativity shared. We make content and show you how to do it. There are no secrets held. We share that openly. And I'm going to take all the experiences I have and sum it into three pillars that I hope you guys can take away and take away something from that. 
the story started with creative entrepreneurship. You can really expand this to any sort of entrepreneurship. But really, a lot of these tenfold pillars is something that you can take away and find success with. The three pillars are purpose, love, and empathy. You guys might be looking at super cliche, hokey pokey. I assure you, give me your trust for the next 30 minutes, and I'll tell you exactly how you can use these three pillars to find success in entrepreneurship and how they relate to you. You should be skeptical, but hopefully by the end of this, I can prove it to you guys how this is going to be a valuable aspect of your business. So let's start with purpose. This is arguably the most important thing for your business, your entrepreneurship, maybe even your job that you're doing right now. How many people want to start a business in 2019? Start a new business? Okay, a couple of people. How many people have started a business in the last three years? And it's like, yeah, okay. How many people have been doing a business of their own for over four years, or over five years right now? Okay, so a few more hands went up, awesome. Purpose is all about why you're doing what you're doing. This is the hardest thing to figure out for a lot of people. A lot of people think they know what it means. But the trick here is discovering why you're doing what you're doing. If your goal is to be a wedding photographer, fantastic. That's your starting point. Ask yourself why. And then ask yourself why five more times until you're actually happy with that answer. The trick here is to actually confront your own egos and strip them away and really have an honest conversation with yourself. If you want to be a wedding photographer, ask yourself why. Well, I want to take pictures and get paid to do it. Awesome. Why? I want to be my own boss. Why? I want people to respect me and uh, follow me on Instagram. Why? I want validation and I want people to think that I'm important. These are some of the questions that we don't really ask ourselves often enough. But this is the most important thing you've got to figure out. What is your purpose? Why are you doing anything at all? Why do you spend two and a half hours on Instagram scrolling, liking, commenting, and all that kind of stuff? I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just making sure that you guys understand why you're doing it. What's the purpose of everything that you're investing in? If you're spending hours and hours working on something, what does it serve? The purpose itself needs to be bigger than you. I'm telling you this personally, after a lot of years of failure and rejection, if the purpose is only about you, it's not enough. You will find reasons to cut corners. You will make excuses for yourself. You alone, it's just not enough to hold you accountable. So when you're thinking about what your purpose is, maybe it's to start the biggest real estate firm on the Western Hemisphere. Maybe you want to be the most sought-after sought documentary filmmaker. Whatever it may be, think of what it is that's bigger than you. What are you really trying to solve in the market? What are you looking to bring to your audience? But it has to be bigger than you. It has to be something that pulls you forward, right? If you're going to go work a 9 to 5, if you're going to go to school, and you're gonna come back home and you expect to do this thing to start your little empire in your parents' basement, in your 500 square foot condo, whatever it may be, your purpose needs to be bigger than you. It needs to light a fire under your butt. See, I caught myself from swearing. This is the thing that gets really confusing for a lot of people, purpose versus motivation. So hopefully I can demystify it. Usually I spend 20 minutes on the slide alone, but Motivation, 
Please understand that motivation, it's external. It's outside of you. It takes a lot of energy. It can be positive or it can be negative. Right? And it requires consistent energy to be put in to keep that there. Right? Motivation, external. You're watching inspirational videos on Instagram or YouTube. It can be positive or negative. Your boss can come up to you and say, hey, get this done and I'll give you a raise. Or your boss can come up to you and say, hey, get this done or you're fired. Both of those items will motivate you in different ways. But it can be positive or negative. And it requires consistent energy. You just have to keep doing it, keep finding it, because you're not in control of that. Purpose takes a lot of energy at the beginning. It does. But once you have it, it's yours. It's your purpose. You've decided on this. You've executed, you've made mistakes along the way, and you've figured it out. Once you have your purpose, you can't take that away. That's yours. You know exactly why you're doing what you're doing. It's internal, not external. You don't have to rely on anyone else. It's your purpose. You decided that. It's always positive, at least in your eyes, because it's your purpose. Other people might think it's negative, but when it comes to you, it's only positive. Understand the difference between purpose and motivation. If it's getting rich quick, if it's just about money, you're lining yourself up with just motivation and it's not gonna be enough. It's not gonna be enough to, for you guys to put in that extra effort and to go above and beyond for whatever you're trying to create. Purpose versus motivation. So with respect to purpose, what can I do? What can you guys do to find your purpose? Maybe there's a bunch of you in this room that don't know what it is yet. Maybe you're just trying to figure out what it is you're truly passionate about. Maybe you think you know what you're passionate about, but now you're starting to question it. Maybe one of the business pitches really attracted you and that's your purpose now all of a sudden. What can you do to find your purpose? Take advantage of the youth that you have to experiment as much as possible, right? Put yourselves in positions to learn and absorb as much information. Seek out mentors. Find people that are already doing great things and find out how much you can learn from them. Look to get as many reps as possible. Experience is gonna be the most important factor in you guys figuring out what you truly, truly wanna do with your life before you have to even put much of your time and money into it. Again, look to experiment. Network as much as possible. Events like this are fantastic for that, but one of the things I notice is like everyone kinda separated into their own groups. What you should be doing is finding everybody that is doing something that you suck at and get to know them. And ask them why they do what they do. And how long it took them to perfect their craft. And if there's any partnership at all that you guys can look after and learn from them. Most importantly, and this is probably the simplest thing I tell a lot of people, get a job in sales. A lot of you might hate this and a lot of people that are on this side of the room might be just like, Upset, but this is the hard truth. Get a job in sales, a low-risk environment where you get paid to make mistakes. In a sales job, okay, hear me out. Some of you might be skeptical. Hear me out. In a sales job, you get compensated on your work ethic. The harder you work, in most environments, the more you're compensated. So you're going to really find out what you're about, and you're going to get your ego checked right away. 
The other opportunity is you get to talk to strangers on a daily basis. A hugely transferable skill. Especially if you want to be your own boss, your livelihood is going to be based on you selling yourself. And if you haven't developed your communication skills yet, that's going to be a big challenge for you guys to overcome. Why not put yourself in an environment where you can practice that every single day you're there? The other true thing is that most of us suck at business. We get a business degree and we think we know, and then reality you know, puts us in our place. When you have a sales job, you have the opportunity to look at analytics, reports on how a successful business measures itself, improves and iterates, and stays in business. You guys can decide to do this. Just go find a place, look for a good mentor, and get a sales job. Believe me, even McDonald's has metrics and analytics that you can get insight from and steal ideas from to grow your own operation. There's free information out there for you guys to take advantage of. It might not be the answer, and I'm going to give examples for each of, this, each of these things, purpose, love, empathy. This is the one that I really stick to, is get a sales job while you can and find out what you're truly about. Next thing is love. Sounds really hokey pokey, really cliche, but hear me out. When I talk about love, I mean love for yourself, love for your craft, and love for your customers. Being able to develop that and cultivate that and act in a way that's in accordance with that. So if purpose is the why, why you're doing what you're doing, love is how you do it. Everything you do is with love, with respect to yourself, with respect to your craft, and with respect to your customers. The most important thing about love is that it requires honesty. I don't know any successful relationship that wasn't honest between the two parties. And that's the same thing here. Love yourself enough to be honest with yourself, to tell you when you suck, when you need to be able to put more effort in, when something is just not your thing, whatever it may be. Love yourself enough to be honest with yourself and have those conversations to truly find out if what you're doing is in accordance with your values and your morals. Love yourself enough to maybe cut out a business partner or seek out new relationships, whatever it may be. But it requires a lot of honesty on your part. If you want to become the premier wedding photographer in North America, be honest with yourself that it's going to take a lot of work. It can be your purpose. That can be the thing that drives you every single day. But be honest with yourself about the effort that's required to get that done. If you want to start Electra Power that delivers wireless electricity, fantastic. If that's your purpose, fantastic. But just be honest with yourself on how much you're going to need to invest to see that through. When you're able to truly love yourself, it becomes a lot easier to make business decisions and sound business decisions. Because you know how. You know what aligns with your values. You know what's important to you, to your craft, and to your customers. So without love, you're making it a little bit harder for yourself and truly put yourself in a precarious position to not make the best business decisions. 
I use this analogy as well to stop painting your house. And what I mean by this is, say you have a friend, you go over, and they notice that there's structural damage in their house. They go down to the basements, there's mold growing, the foundation looks like it's going to give away. So they decide to go to Home Depot and buy two buckets of paint, and they start painting their house to fix the problem. You'd look at them like they were crazy. What is wrong with you? Why are you doing that? That makes no sense at all. You have structural damage in your house, and you decide the best thing to do is for you to drive to Home Depot, not talk to anyone, just pick up two buckets of paint, come back and paint your house. So often we find ourselves in a situation where we have real problems in front of us. Some of you that are already in business, you have real obstacles. And the solution is to do something totally unrelated to that problem or solution. I'm not getting hired for my wedding videos, so I'm going to invest in Instagram ads. I'm going to try and buy more followers. Maybe it's because I don't look like I have enough followers, people are not hiring me. Love yourself enough to stop painting your house. What's the real problem? Maybe you need to invest in your craft and cultivate those skills. If you want to make art, make more art. If you want to be the best real estate agent, invest in that. Sell more work. Stop painting your house. Look at your problems as objectively as possible, with honesty, and then decide what the best course of action is going to be. The last thing is empathy. Purpose is why, love is how, empathy is what. What are you trying to serve or solve? Everyone here has customers. Putting yourself in their shoes and understanding what they truly need and their problem to solve is what empathy is all about. A lot of businesses, even in corporations, they think that to better understand the customer, they just get closer to the customer and they focus on them and they try to understand them. When really you should be orienting yourself as the customer looking at the business and understanding what can they do for you. Don't just look at your customer. Put yourself in the shoes of your customer. If you want to be the best accountant, think about the accounting experience for your customer. Does anybody have a fantastic accounting experience? There's one hand in the room of 130 people. Very seldom do people tell me about their accountant and what an amazing customer experience they had. Why is that? Look at your market, look at who your customers actually are, and try to understand what are their needs that you're going to solve. When you have this understanding, and you really start to think about your customer and their problems, things get a little bit more serious on your end. The urgency goes up, and you guys are better able to invest more into your business and be more effective in that by developing efficiencies. And what I mean by that is if you're truly thinking about your customer and everything that you do, the top of mind in your head is your customer and what their needs are, then you know the work that's involved to solve that problem. It's not about you anymore, it's about them. 
What are they looking for? Use that information to invest in efficiencies. A lot of people here have a full-time job, are in school, whatever it may be. This might be your side hustle that you're working on. This might be your five to nine, whatever you call it. What's it gonna take for you guys to use that time effectively? Build some efficiencies for yourself. This might mean that going into March, you spend the last week of February planning out your next month. What are you doing exactly each week of that month? It might involve you actually doing a mind sweep once a month to just clear your head. If you guys don't know what a mind sweep is, come see me after, I'll tell you, it'll blow your mind. This thing can help you clear your thoughts and really take the pressures off of running your own business and bring more clarity. As much as possible, think from the perspective of your customer. Who are you trying to sell to? If you wanna be an influencer on Instagram and you wanna motivate people to go to the gym, think about your customer. There's a reason they haven't gone to the gym. There's a reason they go and then cancel their membership. Be empathetic to their situation and find out how you're gonna solve their problem. This is a common thing that people are gonna tell you. Sometimes you told yourself this, I have no time. I have no time to be empathetic. If this is your reasoning to not think about your customer, to not spend the time researching and finding out what their actual need is, it's not a priority for you. You are telling your customer, you don't give a shit about them. If your excuse is I have no time to respond to every comment on my YouTube channel, every comment on my Instagram page, respond to every email, if that's what you're saying, keep in mind, you're telling your customer you don't give a shit. So as much as possible, develop that if you truly care about your customer. If you're telling yourself you have no time, you're telling yourself it's not a priority, this is where you might wanna go back and look at your purpose. Why are you even doing this in the first place? Because if it was a priority, if it was the most important thing for you, it would be incredibly easy to do the small things for your customer and take care of them. I hear I have no time, I'm gonna give you time. 375 free hours. People tell me I have no time, here. Here's 375 free hours for you to use as you wish for your business, for your side hustle. Who would like 375 free hours in their life? There's three, four, five people. No one else wants free time. It's an interesting room. What would you do for your business if you had 375 hours? Start thinking about what you do for you. Those of you that already have a business, if you have 375 free hours a year, what would you do for your business? And don't tell me you're gonna sleep. That's what happened at the last workshop. Wake up 90 minutes earlier, five days a week. I'll even give you two weeks of vacation, and again, Monday to Friday. You can go to bed 90 minutes earlier. You can go to bed 60 minutes earlier, you can go to bed at the same time. I challenge you all, everyone here, to wake up 90 minutes earlier. Now this is a lot easier once you figure out your purpose. Once you know why you're doing what you're doing, and you're doing it with love, and you truly love everything that you're doing, and you care about your customer because you understand it, it's a lot easier to wake up 90 minutes earlier and to do that regularly. 
Whether you're waking up to edit one picture, whether you're just responding to customers, whether you're slowly building your website, these 90 minutes add up. Whether it's an inch or a mile, use these 90 minutes and do something. Move the needle forward. These hours add up. The Risky Fox Media Group, this is the byproduct of 375 free hours. We started this planning phase in 2018. The last six months, it's kind of blown up. I have a full-time job. I also have a photography company to run. I also have a child and a wife to attend to. This is the byproduct of 375 free hours. Our YouTube channel is being monetized. We're making money off of YouTube, which is nice. We have about 120,000 minutes a month that's being viewed. We have about 450 customers that are, that are being added every month to this alone. And when I say customers, I mean people that are actively subscribing to our channel or subscribing to the podcast. Not people that are just liking on Instagram, none of that. 450 people a month are saying, I want more of your content and I'm going to subscribe to you. And engaging with that content. And most importantly, being able to meet and network with some of the most interesting people around. Activists, scientists, Olympians, musicians. This is the byproduct of 375 free hours. I'm not telling you this because it sounds nice, because the math worked out really nice. This is exactly how we were able to do what we did. So think about what you could do with 375 hours for yourself, for your business, for your customer. So what's next? We talked about the three pillars, purpose, love, empathy. Why, how, and what? How does this come together? Be the author. Step back, look at your life, and be the author of your own life. Don't just think about the ending. Everyone likes to think about the ending. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to have the perfect house, this, that, and the other. Everyone's really good at that. When I'm saying being the author, think about every damn chapter. And quite simply, write the story. Most of you in this room, if you showed up here tonight, you have the right answers already. You know the work that's involved. You know the work that it takes. You have the right answers. Write the story. And again, every chapter of that story. If you want to be an Oscar award-winning actress or actor, if you want to start your own real estate firm, whatever it may be, you know the work that's involved. You know what it's going to take. Write the story. Work backwards from there and understand as much as possible the commitment it takes. And if you haven't already, I'll say it again because it's really important, truly understand what your purpose is. Why are you doing what you're doing? And ask yourself why five more times until you're able to truly strip away your ego and come to something that you're proud of. That's all the time I have to talk Thank you guys for your patience. <laughs>